Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. With temperatures pushing up to about 60 to 64 degrees. The next weather maker already will be moving in for your Saturday evening. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Well, the region this early morning, uh, it's 46 degrees in Manassas, 47 Metro Center. We're at 42 degrees in Frederick, Maryland, 46 in Holding in our nation's capital, where the time now on WTOP is 2.59. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. It's Saturday morning. It's the weekend, everybody. We've made it. December 2nd, 2023. Welcome in. Dean Lane. Coming up this early 3 a.m. hour Saturday on WTOP, it's official the House of Representatives expels George Santos. Happened on Friday. A new report substantiates allegations of misconduct by Montgomery County Principal. What now? I'm Kate Ryan. Latest of the crisis in the Middle East, that ceasefire is officially over this weekend with fighting back underway in Gaza this morning. How local first responders rescued an older dog from an air vent. Thank you there, Maya. I'm Shana Stulen. Gains on Wall Street, closing bell Friday to wrap your business week. The Dow is up 295. Good morning, it's 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Christopher Cruz. George Santos is no longer a Republican congressman from New York. CBS's Nicole Skanga says he was expelled in an overwhelming and bipartisan vote. After less than a year in Congress, George Santos's downfall was as swift as his short-lived rise to power. The House vote to expel the New York Republicans sailed through by a wide margin, easily clearing the two-thirds majority needed. On this vote, the yeas are 311, the nays are 114. Good job, Congress. You finally did something right. Any congressional representation should be held to a certain standard, and he clearly didn't need it. Bye-bye. Israeli airstrikes have resumed in Gaza following the collapse of the week-long ceasefire. Meanwhile, CBS's Lilia Luciano has details on reports that Israeli leaders may have known of plans to attack southern Israel long before October 7th. Among the first slaughtered by Hamas on October 7th were 15 of Margaret's friends, as she calls it, simple soldiers from her unit. And an intel analyst that another unit raised the alarm in July, according to the New York Times. The paper also reports more than a year before the attack, Israeli officials obtained a 40-page Hamas battle plan, the Israelis codenamed Jericho Wall. A plan the New York Times wrote Hamas followed with shocking precision, triggering fighting that restarted today after a week-long truce. Police in Los Angeles are searching for a person they believe is a killer who is, quote, preying on the unhoused. So far, three victims have been murdered in separate shootings. In each case, a man approached a homeless person sleeping alone, shot the victim, and then fled in a vehicle. Mayor Karen Bass. Friends and family members know how to reach their unhoused relatives. We need you to contact them today. We need you to tell them about this danger. We need you to tell them that they should not be alone tonight, that shelters will be open, and the seriousness of this. The American flag is flying at half-staff in honor of trailblazing Supreme Court Justice Sandra Day O'Connor. The first woman ever to serve on the Supreme Court died from complications of advanced dementia. She was 93. CBS's Jan Crawford looks back on her life and legacy. 
One of only five women in her class at Stanford Law School, she graduated in the top, but she couldn't even get an interview at a firm to practice law. So she took a job as an assistant county attorney. And when she and her beloved husband, John, moved to Arizona, she entered politics. She was the first woman in the nation to lead a state Senate before becoming a state court judge. This is CBS News. You don't need a job platform. You need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. When traffic takes a turn for the worse, you'll hear about it first on WTOP. Northbound 95 has been shut down in Maryland. Traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. I heard it on WTOP. WTOP News. Facts matter. Flooded vehicles from recent hurricanes will be flooding the used car market, so buyer beware. If you're in the market for a used vehicle, be on the lookout for flood damage and make sure you have a qualified mechanic inspect it before you buy. The free VinCheck service from the National Insurance Crime Bureau is a good place to start. Head over to NICB.org to check it out. To report fraud, call us at 1-800-TELL-NICB. This is a public service message from the National Insurance Crime Bureau. WTOP at 3.04. Good Saturday morning. It's December 2nd, 2023. We've made it to the weekend, everybody. Welcome in. Mostly cloudy, mild early today. Late day rain developing this Saturday. The high 60 to 65. We're at 46 right now. Good morning to you. And Dean Blaine, we thank you for taking us along for your early 3 a.m. hour ride. We begin the ride this morning with something new on WTOP Saturday. For the second time in a month, actually, a local Montgomery County middle school teacher has been placed on administrative leave this weekend over social media posts described as anti-Semitic. The Cumble Park middle school teacher, Angela Wolf is on leave this weekend over the post that she made apparently to Facebook about the Israel-Hamas war. She heads the English Language Development Department at that school. In a letter home to parents recently, Principal Aaron Martin says that she is saddened and disappointed by the contents of the post and that she strongly condemns them. WTOP, we need to tell you, has not seen the post but did reach out to Wolf, who declined to comment on the case. Last month, you may remember, Tilden Middle, a teacher there, Sabrina Khan williams was placed on leave over Facebook posts as well that the school said then was anti-Semitic in nature. WTOP at 3.05. He's been accused of sexual harassment and bullying by dozens of school staff. Now, an independent investigation finds a middle school principal in our area did engage in misconduct. The Office of the Inspector General for Montgomery County found that Joel Bidelman, then a principal at Farquhar Middle School, violated sexual harassment policies and engaged in misconduct while on the job. The investigation found that Bidelman made repeated comments about the appearance of female subordinates made offensive comments and jokes of a sexual nature and had a sexual relationship with a woman he supervised. The report found that Bidelman's conduct made staff members worry about their job security and that many felt intimidated. Montgomery County School Superintendent Monifa McKnight said following the inspector general's report, she'll be, quote, moving forward without delay to ensure that wrongdoing is held to account. The next report from the inspector general still underway, We'll focus on how the school system handled complaints about Bidelman. Claims about Bidelman's conduct were first reported by the Washington Post. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP Saturday morning at 3.06. They say it's 
help them close cases and makes the community safer. And now Fairfax County police are expanding this license plate reader program. Police Lieutenant Hudson Bull tells WTOP that currently they're placed in high crime areas. It's all based on need, so we're going to look at what communities are being affected by crime. Since the program launched last November, Bull says the devices have helped recover stolen cars and solve hundreds of cases, including a recent one. A, a man was exposing himself to young kids in the Mount Vernon district. We were able to solve that crime by using license plate reader technology and the partnership with a neighboring agency. As for privacy concerns, Bull explains the county reduced the data retention period from a year to 30 days, and he attributes this to the devices too. We've been able to locate 20 critically missing persons who have left their home in a vehicle. At Fairfax County Public Safety Headquarters, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. WTOP at 307. The good news story of the day Saturday morning now for you as you rise with us this early hour. A small dog gets stuck in an unlikely place at her home in our area, but she's safe now this weekend thanks to first responders. Maya, a 17-year-old Shih Tzu, somehow found herself lodged in an air vent last Saturday. You can obviously see her this way. First responders from the Fairfax County Police and Fire Departments tried to get her out but couldn't reach her. A little drilling and the basement ceiling panel came off and out Maya came reunited with her owner. Fairfax County Police posted the video of the rescue and reunion on social media. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. Hey, Joe, I thought you were retired. <laughs> Living on a fixed income is tough. So here I am, an essential worker. I know. I mean, food prices are going up every day. Thank goodness for BenefitsCheckup.org. Benefits what? BenefitsCheckup.org. It's a free website where people over 60 can find help to pay for food, medicine, even utilities. I got 1200 a year in benefits. Maybe it can help you. The Commanders have a tough weekend ahead of them. We'll have a preview from George Wallace in sports coming up shortly here on WTLP. Good morning to you. Welcome in 308 on your Saturday morning. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Ken Berger in the WTLP Traffic Center. On the Capitol Beltway, out loop south of the Georgetown Pike in McLean, the left center lane, right center lane, right lane, and right shoulder all closed because of the major accident activities as you come across the Legion Bridge from Maryland into Virginia. Make sure you stay over to the far left side. Only that one left lane is open. Traffic is getting by in that left lane very slowly past the accident scene. Light enough IMA traffic, though, so the delays aren't too bad. Again, stay over to the left on the Capitol Beltway. Beltway out loop south of the Georgetown Pike. There was an accident reported northbound 95 south of Dale Boulevard down in Virginia. Also, that crash quickly cleared out of the way. Just keep in mind that the express lanes both on 395 and 95 are shut down until about 5 o'clock this morning as they do what they call a double reversal as they're doing some testing on various entrance and off ramps uh, to and from the express lanes both in Prince William County and both in and also in Stafford County. Meanwhile in Maryland, the crash that was on the ramp from northbound 100 to northbound 95 is cleared. You still have the crash on northbound 295, the off-ramp at 195. The, air, or the airport cutoff for the ride to BWI Thurgood Marshall, and that accident is still causing some congestion. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. 
Starting out with some areas of patchy fog first thing Saturday morning, but it's going to be a mild day. In fact, looking at Saturday's temperatures, looking like the warmest for not only the weekend, but the next seven to ten days. Low to mid-40s here early this morning, rising to the lower and mid-60s for Saturday afternoon. We're mostly cloudy. We're mild. The next weather maker will bring rain to the area starting at about 6 to 7 p.m., first down across southern Maryland and then overspreading the area. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. From the region, this early morning, we are looking at comfortable temperatures for the most part. 47 degrees you're looking at in Upper Marlboro this morning, 45 Centerville. We're up a degree to 47 in our nation's capital, 3 a.m. hour. The weekend, Saturday morning, December 2nd. Glad you're with us. Brought to you this morning on WTOP by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. Time now to check your money news on WTOP this early Saturday morning. Jeff Claybaugh with us to wrap your business week. Amtrak ridership in fiscal 23 rose almost 25%. Amtrak hired 4,800 new employees. 55% of U.S. companies dropped college degree requirements for some of their positions this year. The Wall Street Journal says McDonald's will revamp its entire burger menu next year, including brioche buns, juicier burgers, and meltier cheese. The Dow rallied 295 points Friday and closed at a record high. A record close to the S&P 500, too. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. WTOP at 312. Good morning. Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm Kelly Clarkson, and as the daughter of a school teacher, I know just how important education is. No matter how old you are or your situation, continuing to learn will enrich your life and help remove barriers you didn't even know were there. So much opportunity, y'all. Whether it's a foreign language, history, or a different way to look at things, take some time each day to learn something new. This message is courtesy of the United States Air Force. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. (coughs) Hello? Man, where are you? This wedding is lit. I thought you were coming. Ooh, I can't. I'm in bed with the flu. (coughs) The flu? You didn't get a flu shot? Uh, I wish I did. I can't believe I'm missing out on Greg's wedding. Grandma's about the crowd, sir. Grandma's about the what? What? Man, I'll call you back. Oh, man. Sounds like another case of flu FOMO. Don't get stuck at home with the flu. A flu shot is safe, effective, and you can get it at the same time as your COVID-19 vaccine. A flu shot is the best way to prevent the flu and its potentially serious complications. It keeps you protected and also protects your loved ones. Protecting our community can't wait. So why get stuck inside with the flu? Don't get flu FOMO. Learn more at GetMyFluShot.org. Brought to you by the AMA, CDC, and the Ad Council. It's Saturday, December 2nd. The weekend's here, everybody. Welcome in. Thanks for starting the early part of it with us. If you're just joining us, it'll be mostly cloudy and mild in the early part of the day. Late day rain developing, according to Veronica, around 6 this Saturday evening. The high should be around 60 to 65, though. Not too bad, temp-wise. We're at 47 in Washington right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Welcome in. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Time now is 314. This is WTOP News. 
the world of sports this morning, the floundering Washington Commanders face another tough task this weekend when they take on the Miami Dolphins at FedEx Field on Sunday. The Commanders, now 4-8, and eight, will face one of the most potent offensive attacks in the NFL, and they're playing their first game since head coach Ron Rivera fired defensive coordinator Jack Del Rio and took over play-calling duties. This morning, we asked WTOP Sports Director and Commander's Beat reporter George Wallace how the Commanders might respond to all of this. It's going to be interesting because usually when you get a firing like this midseason, the next game is usually a little bit of more of an effort from teams. And we saw what happened with Antonio Pierce with the Raiders. They went out and blew out. Yes, it was the Giants. But I still think you're going to see a little bit of effort, different effort. He's talked about how they want to simplify things on defense this week. And my answer to that is, well, if you've thought that this was something that you should do earlier and to get the players to be more on board, then you're the head coach. Why didn't you go and do this before, right? Like, why didn't you go to your defensive coordinator and say, these are things we should be doing. So they're going to try that this week and see what happens. I do think they'll get a little bit of a different effort. I mean, look, Miami is a heck of an offensive football team. They lead the league in offense. So it's going to be a tough uh, sled no matter what, but I do expect there to be a little bit of different effort this week on defense. Everything is Sam Howe, Sam Howe, Sam Howe. How is he going into this and are they going to continue to try and protect him as much as they can and hope for the best? Yeah, that that's just hope for the best. That's exactly the way it is, especially with this team. <laughs> for me, the last five games of this season is all about Sam Howell and how he's going to continue to progress, finish out his first full season, and then all the fun begins in the offseason with the decision-making. So, yes, they have the decent defense, too. Don't get me wrong, but I think that if the weather is going to be a factor, then they need to try and run the football and maybe keep Miami's offense off the field. So, yes, it's going to be another good test for uh, Sam Howell this week. Okay. With the prediction hat on there, George, like you say, maybe the best offense in yeah. the NFL, good defense. What do you think? Look, Miami scores 30 points a game, right? There's no secret about that. They're a very explosive offense with Tua and Tyreek Hill, I think, is going to have a couple of touchdowns on the day. I have Miami scoring 31 21 beating Washington. It's just, they're just too good, I think. They're too good. Mm. And this team has too many question marks. Even though it's at home, the weather could be a factor, but I think Miami gets it done. I also want to ask you about fan base as we head into the end of the regular season. Is the energy still there that, my gosh, we saw and talked about at the beginning? Well, they're offering 50% off nachos. Well, on there Sunday. is that. So that <laughs> I think that. The fan base, yes. I, the, it's tough to get behind right now. There's no doubt because the product on the field is is struggling. But they did make a change in coaching staff. You are going to see changes at the end of the year. So I think the fan base has that to look forward to. It's still a honeymoon phase. It is. Dan Snyder's gone, and that's not going to change. So I think that is a big thing. I don't know how many Dolphins fans will be there on Sunday. There are there were some last couple years ago when they, when they were here. But, yes, I do think the fan base will be behind whatever happens at the end of this season. And the nachos thing helps, too. Commander's Preview from WTOP Sports Director and Commander's Beat Reporter, our own George Wallace, talking there with Ann and Sean on WTOP. Quick look at the top stories we're following for you this early Saturday morning on TOP. A months-long investigation here at home finds a local middle school principal violated sexual harassment policies while on the job. A judge this week rejecting former President Donald J. Trump's claim of immunity in his federal election interference prosecution. And in the wake of a damning ethics report, New York Congressman George Santos was thrown out of Congress this week on Friday. Stay with us for more on these developing stories in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WT. Attention families of Prince George's County Middle and High School students. As a career and technical education student at PGCPS, you can earn college credit in industry certifications or licensing while in high school with no student debt. 
From IT to construction to engineering, choose from more than 30 programs of study. Plus, find a mentor in your chosen field. Become an apprentice. Get help finding a job and graduate high school with the ability to earn livable wages immediately. Your future starts now at pgcps.org slash CTE. Seating is limited. Apply today. Good Saturday morning. We've made it to the weekend, everybody. December 2nd. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Where the time now is 318. Good weather on the 8th. Over to Ken Berger this morning with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. Good morning, everyone. Still have that major accident working on the Capitol Beltway, the outer loop south of the Georgetown Pike and McLean. In the left center lane, right center lane, right lane, and the right shoulder all blocked. So that means stay over to the far left side. Only one lane is open as you make your way south of the uh, Legion Bridge heading into Virginia. It's a slow roll past the accident scene. But light enough, I am in traffic, so the delays aren't all that bad. And once you clear the accident scene on the outer loop, you'll find no, nothing to hinder your all the way past the Springfield Interchange and heading over to the Wilson Bridge. In Maryland, things are looking good. Both loops of the Beltway, all lanes are clear. No active accidents or work zones reported. The crash on northbound 100 at northbound 95 up in Montgomery or PG County has cleared. However, in, in Anne Arundel County, still had that crash on the ramp from 295 northbound to inbound or eastbound 195 getting to the airport BWI. And that is causing some congestion. Otherwise, the ride up and down 95 and 295 between the two beltways looking okay. Not seeing any delays on 270 in Montgomery County between Bethesda and Frederick and heading back. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Areas of patchy fog here early this morning to slow your drive, but at least the rain is over. For now, that is, the next weather maker will bring rain to the area Saturday evening and Sunday. Temperatures this morning, not too cold, starting out in the lower to mid-40s across the area. We'll see our temperatures rise to the lower and mid-60s with southwesterly winds. All in all, a mostly cloudy day and again, mild. Rain returns around 6 to 7 p.m. this evening and continues throughout the day on Sunday. I'm 7 News. Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, we're at 45 in Hyattsville, 47 Fredericksburg, 47 Foggy Bottom. We're at 47 in our nation's capital now. Brought to you this time around 3 a.m. hour, Saturday morning, December 2nd here on WTLP by Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. In the minutes ahead this half hour on WTOP for you. A somber marker for traffic deaths in D.C. I'm Liz Anderson. WTOP at 320. Good morning. Scenes of the earthquakes in Syria and Turkey have touched the world. With thousands of lives lost, we need to protect those children who remain, who have lost their parents and their homes. Help now. Donors like you are the reason why UNICEF is able to help children and families in Syria and Turkey. With your help, UNICEF can continue to be there to keep children safe. Visit unicefusa.org slash earthquake relief. Thank you. Hey, everybody, this is Bill Maher, and you're on with Dean Lane. And let me tell you, he's one of the good guys, and I ought to know. Life's better when we do things together, like sharing the ride to work. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others who live and work near or with you. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. Learn more at commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. 
Some restrictions apply. That's Saturday morning, December 2nd, 322 on WTOP. Glad you're with us. This is WTOP News. For the second time this year, a student was shot this week near Kip D.C. College Prep School. It happened just before 10.30 one morning this week when D.C. police say a white Hyundai Elantra apparently pulled up and someone inside just started shooting. The KIPP student was taken to the hospital, expected to be okay this weekend. D.C. Assistant Police Chief Andre Wright, meantime, has a message for the community. We've got to do better as a community, and I think uh, for the parents and folks in community that know what's going on, whatever's precipitating these these beefs, these arguments that then escalate and introduce a gun into the equation, uh, I would say to parents and community, please uh, talk to your young folks and then reach out to the police department and let us know what's going on. Police are now looking this weekend for a man who was driving that white Hyundai Elantra. It was back in May that another KIPP student, you may remember, was shot outside the school in Northeast. D.C. traffic deaths overall reaching a somber milestone this weekend. Levels not seen, we're told, in more than 15 years. With one month left in this year, so far 45 people have died in traffic crashes in D.C. The numbers of these fatalities have fluctuated since 2015 when there were 26. It's also the year D.C. launched its Vision Zero plan with the goal of shrinking traffic fatalities to zero by 2024. That year, almost here. More fatal crashes, even though DDOT lowered speed limits in places, including along highly traveled corridors like Connecticut Avenue Northwest and New York Avenue Northeast. According to the city's Vision Zero update last year, fewer people on the roads and more speeding drivers meant higher impact crashes, likely related to the increased fatalities during the pandemic and after. Liz Anderson, WTOP News. You know, these days from streaming services to cloud storage, even the travel industry, Americans are being bombarded with add-on subscription fees. This morning, CBS correspondent Carter Evans reports how automakers are now cashing in on that growing trend. Hands-free cruise control sure is nice, but are you willing to pay $75 a month for it? Alistair Weaver, editor-in-chief at Edmonds, says automakers are counting on the new revenue stream to pay for the expensive transition to electric cars. If your car payment is 600 bucks a month, it's now 675 General Motors expects subscriptions to bring in as much as $25 billion a year by 2030, just under what Netflix earned last year. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. My dad, he's a double amputee, and he's uh, one of my favorite people in the world. To me, a hero is someone who fights for our country and freedom. My dad is a hero. Homes for our troops built this house, and my dad can get through the wide doorways. He can reach anything. Homes for our troops builds and donates specially adapted custom homes nationwide for severely injured post-9-11 veterans and enables them to rebuild their lives. Join our mission at hfotusa.org. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Good Saturday morning, December 2nd, 2023. It's the weekend, 325 in Rob's turn this morning. The Wizards finished 0 for Orlando, falling 130-125 to lose to the Magic for the second time in three nights. Point differential aside, how was this different from Wednesday night's loss, Wes Sale Jr.? In general, I you know thought the, the effort 
the overall intent was better tonight. The defensive disposition was was much better. So you know, you come up short, but you know, I thought that was a somewhat of a bounce back force. It was Paolo Bancaro who had the bounce back, scoring 28 points and finishing three assists shy of a triple double after being held to just six points in the first meeting. Down a level, Maryland struggles with three point shooting and conference road games. Both were true at Indiana, where the Terps never led in a 65 53 